I'll tell you what I'm going to do. If the Indianapolis Colts draft Malik Willis, quarterback, out of Liberty, if they do that tonight at 42, I'm going to jump into that pond. And I'll do a live YouTube from the middle of that pond talking about how this is genius for the Indianapolis Colts, but it's not going to happen because somebody is going to take Malik Willis before he gets to 42. Is there going to be a run on wide receivers? We'll go over the wide receivers who are left remaining kind of in that second tier of receivers, even dipping down into the third tier a little bit with guys like Alec Pierce. And, uh, you know, I mean, John Mechie is another guy. He's got some health issues, but he projects as a really good wide receiver. We'll also talk about Chris Ballard. And we'll go over the drafts of Chris Ballard, and we'll talk about whether he might be overrated. Chris Ballard is doing a lot of things that where where he's standing out on a skinny limb all by himself. It's kind of like not only does Chris Ballard believe 100% that he's right about what he does and how he believes football works and how a team ought to be constructed, but he believes that a whole bunch of people are wrong. Like, he's got to believe that the Titans are wrong. He's got to believe that the Eagles are wrong. He's got to believe the Cardinals are wrong. He's got to believe the Titans are wrong. He's got to believe all these teams are wrong in the way that they've constructed their rosters because the methodology that he uses is so wildly and starkly different from the other teams. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now. Right now, draft day for the Colts. It's Friday, April 29th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. When you do-do, they come out and they done-done about as well as any plumbing company can anywhere in the world, but specifically here in central Indiana. Give them a call. Jared Johnson, absolutely fantastic guy. Uh, 765-610-8809 is the number. All right, tonight on the call-in app. Download the Colin app. If we get to 100 live listeners, you know what? Boom. Somebody's getting 50 bucks out of me. My money. A brand new grant. That's right. And uh, this is a very cool technology. You hit a button. You're calling. You, you go on. You listen. Hit a button. You say you want to call. I say, hey, let's go to so-and-so. And you're on. It's like sports talk radio. But it's got none of the clunky technology as Sports Talk Radio. Uh, We're going to have a great time. And that will happen immediately when the Colts make their pick. And that pick's known. We'll go live on call-in. Download the app. And uh, Colts Call-In is the name of the show. And my mug is is right there on the slate. So there you go. Um, Also, you know what? Uh, Hit subscribe. Press the like button. Ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. You want to say thanks? We appreciate that, too. All right. The remaining wide receivers that the Colts have to choose from tonight that Chris Ballard is going to assess and then decide what the hell he's going to do with that 42, right? Whether he trades up, trades back, whatever. You got Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. Fast, can play in the slot, can go outside, too. He's a little bit smallish. And you don't know whether his production at... Uh, Western Michigan really converts to the NFL because he was playing in the MAC, and there's a big difference between the MAC and the NFL. Uh, Christian Watson, kind of a similar deal, a much different build. Christian is uh, big, six four, very very fast, 
runs good routes, but was he tested adequately at North Dakota State? Uh, George Pickens out of Georgia, there's some behavioral wobbles, right? Some fights and whatnot. Here's what Chris Ballard has said about guys with behavioral wobbles. He said that he was going to wait. He wasn't absolutely intractably opposed to bringing those guys in, but he wanted to build the culture first and have that locker room be what that locker room is going to be, and then have that when that culture is built, you can invite somebody in, and that can inform their behavior. Instead of having it go the other way around, before it's built, you bring in a wingnut, and all of a sudden you got a room full of wingnuts. He hadn't done that. That room is mature. It is adult, high-character guys. If George Pickens comes into it, I think guys like Reggie Wayne as a receivers coach, Matt Ryan as a quarterback, Michael Pittman as a peer group guy, I think that they would help bring George Pickens to the good side of the ledger in terms of behavior. But to this point, he really hadn't done that. Chris Ballard has not been about bringing in kind of wobbly behavioral guys uh, into that locker room. Alec Pierce... Out of Cincinnati, here's my problem with Alec Pierce. In the college football playoff, he had like two catches for 17 yards. You know what? That's going up against SEC competition for the first time. Non-conference-wise, you know who Alec Pierce played against? Indiana. Indiana didn't win a game in the Big Ten. I think it's really, really hard to get a look at Alec Pierce and decide, okay, he belongs in that second tier. Jalen Tolbert from South Alabama. Jalen Tolbert, really, really dynamic. Catches deep balls. Great. But can he do it against top-flight competition? He played one uh, against kind of a Power 5 school, and that was against Texas, and he was really good against Texas. Uh, John Mechie is another guy at Alabama. Injury issue. Uh, don't know whether he's going to be able to play right out of the bat. Uh, we'll see. But John Mechie is another guy. More likely it's 73, really, than 42, but we'll see. If, if those guys are off the board, if there's a run on wide receivers, and I don't think there's going to be because you look at the teams who are out there, all right, Bucks, Vikes, Titans, the Bucks want to win now. They're not in it for down the road. Vikings would kind of like to win now. Titans are in it to win now. Giants, they're building. Uh, and they did not take a wide receiver last night, uh, Right? I don't think that they did. Uh, the Texans. And they could use they could use a little bit of everything. I mean, they, they're drafting to need no matter what they draft. The Jets. The Jets went out and got guys yesterday, but none were wideouts. Uh, the Bears. They could use wideout help, certainly. Allen Robinson gone now from the Bears. Seahawks, 41 and 42. They could use a little help, too. But they may... Uh, they may take a look at the Seahawks, may package 40 and 41 and move up. We'll see. Um, but we, what we've heard, the Colts, they really like Alec Pierce. They like him. So we'll see about Alec Pierce at 42. Maybe they slide back and take a guy like Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce is fast. He's got great speed. He doesn't look the part. He looks more like a possession receiver, and you know what I mean. Like, you know, what do these guys have in common, right? Wes Welker and, and Cooper Cup, you know, they're white guys. Alec Pierce, white guy. But he's really, really fast. So it's a little bit different. 
um, he does his skill set translate? Does his speed, his ability to high point the ball? I got a friend who hates that phrase. Anyway, does he have that ability at the NFL level, judging by what he's done in the American? That's kind of the question. Um, and what about Trey McBride hanging back there at tight end? What do we think about him? And there's a guy, Johnny Woods. Don't sit on Johnny Woods out of Virginia. Johnny Woods was really, really good last year in his one year at Virginia. Transferred in, hadn't been used extensively until he got to Virginia, and then when he got to Virginia, he kind of blew up this year. So we'll see about Johnny Woods. Um, but I think that there, we'll see where the Colts kind of go. Woods is a beast of a human being. Big, big guy, good blocker, and last year, like I said, really good uh, receiving tight end. Um, why is Ballard not showing the urgency to go after wide receivers that other teams own? Right? You got Philadelphia making that deal last night, trading for A.J. Brown, giving up uh, a spot where... Uh, the Titans were able to go out and draft somebody that they really, really like. The The kid from Arkansas is really, really good. And at least he projects to be really, really good. And if he's as good as A.J. Brown, here's how this trade really works out and works out well for the Titans. You get rid of a guy who was intractable, there's that word again, about making $100 million. Wanted $100 million over four years, and, and he got 57 of that 100 guaranteed by the Eagles. So if the Titans are able to offload that guy before he gets really expensive, and you bring in the guy, Burks from Arkansas, and all of a sudden Burks is on that rookie contract for a while, that first round contract, and, and you can offer him that one-year extension into the fifth year. So you've got him for five years at a relative cut kind of cut rate, that's a pretty good deal. As long as he comes in this year and he can produce. And that's the thing with wide receivers. It's really, really tough for those guys to produce at the level that an A.J. Brown did as a rookie. And last year, not so great, right? Only played 13 games and had kind of his least great year as a wide receiver for the Titans. But the uh, Traylon Burks is potentially really good, and now they got him for uh, for cheap. That's kind of an interesting thing. Um, the question for Chris Ballard and the Colts tonight is the guy at 42, do they like that guy better than what they got? Do they like that guy better than they like Des Patman, Mike Strawn, right? Uh, you know, those are the questions. Ashton Doolin. You know, if they like this guy better than those guys as they exist today. Doolin, now what's this going to be? His third year. Patman, I think it's his third year. Strawn, it's going to be his second year. Are they ready to use that draft equity to go get an upgrade over those guys? But do they believe it's an upgrade over those guys? That's the question. And then, good point in the comment, are they going to go get Julio Jones after the draft as a kind of low-rent free agent who's done some stuff? That's kind of an interesting question. Um, does Ballard believe that John Mechie is capable of coming in and playing as a rookie and being productive? Because if he doesn't, you don't even use the 73rd overall pick to go get him. Um, 
at 73, they're going to be relying on the board. We know that. And and at 73, it's going to be about upgradability also. It is because they need to win right now. They need to win in 2020. They didn't go out and get Matt Ryan and Stephon Gilmore and Rodney McLeod. McLeod and Gilmore are both 32 years old. You know, didn't go out and get those guys. Yannick Ngakwe didn't make that acquisition because, hey, we're in developmental stage and we got this five-year plan and this is year three. That's not what this is. They're in win-now mode. So they need guys walking through the door who can play. It's not about going. That's why at 42, you know what, they're not going to take Willis. Even if Willis is on the board at 42, they're not going to take Willis because that means that they know more than the 41 general managers who passed on Willis. What is it about Willis that people don't like? That's a hell of a good question. All right, let's talk about Ballard and drafts. All right, we kind of know the track record, right? In 17, it was not a good draft. You had Malik Hooker and, and you had Quincy Wilson as kind of the two headliners of that draft. The two who really stood out, Marlon Mack and Grover Stewart, those were good picks. Um, in 18, that was a hell of a draft. Look, it, whether you like Quentin Nelson as a sixth overall pick or not, he has been really good as a left guard. Really good. So you give you give Ballard kind of a, a good grade for that pick. Obviously the best guard in the class, or he wouldn't have been taken at higher than any guard since 1986. We talk about that a lot. He also took Darius Leonard, Braden Smith, uh, Kamoko Ture, uh, you know, Lewis, Taekwon Lewis, I think is going to be, again, a good player. Naheem Hines and Zaire Franklin. That's a hell of a draft. That's a big-time draft. 2018 was big. Now, 19, all that genius must have been used up in 18 because 19 was terrible. Uh, 19, you took Rocky Seen, Banigou, Paris Campbell, who looked like a good pick, but he can't stay healthy. Bobby Okereke, who has been a good pick. I like Okereke. Kari Willis, who's been pretty good. Been all right. He was an upgrade. Uh, Tell and Speed, I like EJ Speed. 20, Pittman and Taylor at the top of the draft. Taylor, as a guy they traded up to get, 100%. Great decision. Nice. Kind of like what Grigson did with T.Y. Hilton. Ballard had his big moment of trading up to go get a guy. Did that with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Julian Blackman, I think, has been good, although a little bit brittle. Uh, Danny Pinter, good pick. He's going to be a nice addition at right guard. Isaiah Rogers, Des Patman. I like Rogers better than Patman, but Patman, nice catch against the Cardinals. And in 21, we don't know what this is going to be. And the thing is, we're going to go, like, we're going to examine this draft beginning tomorrow. And we're going to say, great A, it's an A+, plus, or it's a B, or it's a C, or it's a D. Nobody knows. We don't know. I'll tell you what, we knew, though, in 18. You knew that was a hell of a draft. You did know that. And I thought in, in 20, that was a hell of a draft. I thought that that was really, really good. You know, when, when you got Pittman and you got Taylor, I wanted both those guys. And they got both those guys. But Quiddy Pay, Dio Odangbo. We don't know what Dio is going to be. We don't know what Quiddy is going to be on the left side of the defensive line. Kylan Grants, we don't know what he's going to mature into. Uh, Sean Davis, goodbye. It never really got to know him before he was cut. 
Uh, then you've got Ellinger, Strawn, and Fries. I don't know. You know, what's that draft going to be remembered for? I don't know. Maybe a couple of years ago we looked at Zaire Franklin and said, well, is he going to be anything but a uh, special teams guy? He is. So what are they going to do tonight? That's the question. I think they go wide receiver. They stay chalk. I think they trade back. Here's what I'm guessing. All right, this is my guess. They are going to trade back, and they are going to take Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. And then, not at 73, but at 122, Johnny Woods, if he's available, in this trade tonight where they move back, they may get a pick back in the 90s-ish, and they take Johnny Woods as a tight end. I think that's what's going to happen. I would love to see them take Jeremy Ruckert. You know that. I've been talking about Ruckert forever and ever and ever. I like him a lot. I think Sky Moore could be dynamic if they went out and got him, but I think it's going to be Pierce, and I think it's going to be Johnny Woods. We'll see. We'll talk to you tonight on the call-in app as soon as the 42nd pick, or if they trade up, we'll go live then. If they trade back, we'll go live then. But as soon as that happens, we'll be live on the call-in app, and somebody, if we get to 100 live viewers like we have here, we did on YouTube, we got to 100, we're going to give away 50 bucks, a brand new Ulysses S. Grant, his image on the fitty. Somebody's going to get it. We'll talk later tonight. I can't wait.